Hey, welcome to Brace Country. We're honored today to have a very special guest, a couple of them here in studio. Pace Magazine says Lauren Morrow is one of the top ten country artists to watch. Lauren Morrow packed her bags, her dogs, her cats, and her husband and moved to Nashville after a decade fronting the successful alt-country band, The Whiskey Gentry. Which I was a huge fan of and always have been. Great band. And so you're play. the one. I saw that band play a th- probably a thousand times over the years. Lauren Morrow puts lyrical fire behind a classic country sound, and we here at the Braves Country Podcast think Lauren Morrow is the Patsy Cline of modern country music. Here, here. And she's a big-time Atlanta Braves fan. Let's so. go! This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today. 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Lauren Morrow, welcome to Braves Country. Hello. Hey, right. So awesome to have you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Uh, you're always welcome. I definitely heard when you guys were just tuning up. I heard Patsy Klein. I heard Sammy Wynette in there yeah, a little bit. Thanks. Oh my gosh, <laughs> some of my favorite artists of all time, and those two, and some Loretta Lynn maybe because yeah. they creep in there a little bit. I, I get Dolly a lot. Okay, that know, makes sense. My voice is high. Yeah, you know, like that, but. Um, those are all wonderful. Oh Thank my you. gosh, yeah. Th- those are huge the, compliments. Four of the greatest artists of all time. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. And then, you know, Bristol Rhythm and Roots. I mean, Bristol's where country music started. I know. Technically. I know. I've got a, like, this massive thing that the people at Bristol gave me for my birthday. That's like the whole history of country music mm-hmm. starting at Bristol. Yeah. Which is, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we love it there. And then commercially, country music actually started in Atlanta. I know. Yeah, we, yeah. if you watch the Ken Burns documentary, Country Music, he, and, and I'd, I've known that for years yeah. and years, had they not built the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Atlanta would be Nashville. Isn't it crazy? Because I don't think a lot of people really realize they don't. that. You're you exactly know? right. They don't have any idea. Yeah. And, uh, Tug, Lauren has brought the Doolittle Lynn to her Loretta Lynn with her today. I love Uh, that. Jason Morrow is always by Lauren's side on stage and off, and he plays guitars and works the phones, and he's also a tremendous Braves fan. In fact, I know personally that Jason Morrow went to nearly every postseason game 
during the Braves' historic 2021 World Series championship run. So you're welcome here too, my friend. Thank you, sir. I went to nine in a row. I didn't make it to the World Series. I kind of felt like they needed me to win and someone should have comped me a ticket. But, you know, <laughs> because I, we'd won so many going into it. All right. That didn't happen, and they still won. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. man, what a what a series, what a season! A World Champions like a never gets old. It does, it does, and you're rocking the uh, the World Series oh, Braves yeah. hat. I love it. I made a trip down here just for this. I had a built for October shirt on, but I didn't want to look like you know. No, yeah. you should. No, what are you talking Josh Turner came in here, man. He was head to toe. Well, I've got a yeah. whole wardrobe in the car. Yeah, exactly. All Braves apparel. He's sporting the fitted official Braves on-field cap with the World Series logo sure. on the side there, sure. and that's a really nice piece. I'm jealous. I don't Seven have one Seven and three quarters. Well, you've, you've, Attaboy. You've, you, my man, can go get your own for $47. That's right. <laughs> your Bra- own Braves your, retail. Your, your, <laughs> that's right. Somebody. But we want to thank you both for driving down from Nashville and bringing your guitars and uh and coming to join us at the Battery Atlanta to play a, su- a few songs and visit with us, man. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thanks Thank for you having for coming. Us. Our absolute pleasure. Yeah, so uh, how did you become Braves fan? So born and raised here and then moved to Nashville. So it seems logical that it's hand in glove. Braves fans, right? Yeah. I like that so reference. I am from Kennesaw, and um, my grandmother, from the time that the Braves moved from Milwaukee. In 66. To, yes, here. Um, she became obsessed with the Braves. And so my whole childhood, it was there was always Braves on, whether it was on TV or on the radio, like AM, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, being a young kid in the 90s when the run it happened. was just so huge, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. It just was always something that we just, it was part of our family. Uh, it may, I, it yeah. may sound silly, but it gives me cold chills to hear that because. Yeah. Because so many people who are listening to this right now, and and I grew up that exact same way. I'm in. I was born and raised in Dalton, Georgia, yeah. and and if we if it, it had to be the off season if the Braves weren't on, right. absolutely right because they were always on TBS or always on the radio. Yeah. If we left, we the with my my daddy had the Braves on always. Yeah. I didn't know there was anything else on TV. I thought that was just it, you know. Yeah. And so and it always you always let up with and I, and I bring this up probably too much is, you know, Sanford Sun, the Beverly Hillbillies and the Braves. Yeah. yeah. That, that was the lineup. How can I you bring it. how yeah. can you ever bring that up too much? That's yeah. per, I I need that every day in my life. I'm from East Tennessee and my my poppy, my granddad, rest in peace, taught me how to play music and got me my first bass. Never did not have a Braves hat on. It was never not on TV. God bless him. And it's when we and I took him to a few games in Atlanta at uh, Fulton County mm-hmm. before he passed away, and one at the TED, and we just spent, you know, and when the Braves were doing that run in the '90s, I had just turned 16. I wrote on my car my Nissan Pulsar. Um, Let's go with shoe polish, tomahawks over every window. Yeah. And we would drive nice. to the city. We weren't old enough to go in the bar, but we go sit in the three dollar cafe yeah. uh, over there in Buckhead and and sit in that. They had a huge screen, and my, my friend Alex, her brother, our photographer Evie, hello Evie, um, she we would go down there and watch these games, and just we were you know not old enough to drink, but just hanging out with the people. It was an electric time. Yeah, like it is now. It's still the same. I'm getting cold chills yeah, right now because it is it's so nostalgic, and it's. And, and it and it really it's like so ingrained it's like your blood it runs through your it mm-hmm. runs through your veins you can't help it where it in East Tennessee did you grow up Oak Ridge Oak Ridge yeah. up there with the big oh. nuclear power plant yeah my pee actually glows oh, okay right yeah. on well there we go I was on a <laughs> nuclear powered guided missile cruiser when I was in the Navy so oh, I, I had awesome. to learn a little bit about nuclear power yeah there's a gate around the entire city still so yeah. and when you used to have to go there you'd just have to call ahead and get permission now this was I don't remember this it was before yeah. my time but that's the way it was yeah how about that what uh, about those Oak Ridge boys are you a Let's go. Yeah, they're not actually from there, no. but uh, yeah, that's uh, 
something in my whole life. I was like, Mom, are they from here? No. And I was like, well, why are they the Oak Ridge Boys? It was real confusing. Because they co-opted our name, son. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. They're great guys, though, oh, if you man. ever get to hang out with them. Grew up man. listening to them and Amazing. the Judds. Yeah, I just wish I could get that low with my voice. But, hey, uh, speaking of low points, though, hey, I got to ask Lauren something important here. Just oh, to, Let's get something out of the way off the top of the show here. Oh, Ta- God, I know where you're going. Tell us about the, the uh, Morrow home during the 2021 <laughs> playoffs and World Series. Uh, I know Jason was at the stadium a lot, nine straight. In fact, he told me at the NLCS that he might be in big trouble with you because you were home watching the games in Nashville while he was down here partying in Atlanta and cheering on the Braves. <laughs> And he just decided to stay through the World Series, and that was un- unplanned. And were you ticked? And let's let's sort this out right here. That's right. Let's let's a little intervention here. <laughs> what happened? I guess I was more jealous than I was anything okay. else. Yeah. Um, we went to I went to like three postseason games. Uh, I think I was here when they won the. A Brewers. You were here for yeah, Brewers. The, um, when they beat the Brewers. When they clinched against the Brewers. Yeah. No, okay, let, nice. Lauren, let Lauren talk okay, now. That's right. you, you're, on, you're on the stand, hey, buddy. You already referenced me to the Loretta Lynn's husband, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. He talked a lot less. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> there we but, go. But, no, there was... There was a lot of like I you know I just knew it was going to be so fun down here like and I knew that but I knew it was important for him to go and it was like you know I I'd been to the postseason games I was watching the game in Nashville when they clinched the NLCS against the Dodgers and you know Jason was trying to FaceTime me and you know all that and I, you know it was just I was just jealous but then yeah. also too that you know it's just so much baseball we watched so much baseball right we were in you know bars together like just like you know just it was a lot of partying a lot of emotional like really emotional the whole month of october it was you know like stressed out just white knuckling it through the whole thing yeah you know taking it out on him if they lost like just like all kinds of so do you guys get superstitious do you have to be in the same bar stool and all that kind of thing so you guys needed to stay in the same places because we were winning yeah that's right because they only you know lost one there there toward the back half you know during the world series we had gone to a different bar in nashville once um during the brewers uh series and we were like nope nope going there again and every time that they had one, we were at this other place, and yeah, we get very so. You can tell I us mean, where I that was. Where, where yeah. was the other place? You can tell us. It, where, where do you like to go and see the Braves? Where was your winning bar? Well, in Nashville, it was this place uh, called Beyond the Edge, um, okay. and we rallied for the last game of the World Series. We rallied a bunch of people from um, my from our friend group to come and watch it with us. Nice. And the, people who didn't even really like the Braves, but they just wanted to see if we won like yeah. our reaction yeah. knew how much it meant to us yeah. and it was so special so it got le- passed out i think let me ask you about nashville because nashville is full of people from georgia yeah and you know singers and songwriters and artists and i asked brantley gilbert when he was on the braves country podcast and he said uh that the braves are by far the most popular baseball team and it makes sense because they're you know southeast and they, they cover country, a whole Braves yeah. country yeah they cover the whole geographic area but are there are there fans of other teams up there? Is it just predominantly Braves fans? And I know that there's the push team. How does that affect? Well, it's not going to affect us. Well, yeah, I sure, mean, right, you know? right, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you Seriously. can get your own team. Well, you know, it is cute. I shouldn't say cute. That sounds condescending. But to <laughs> no, have, it is. I like it. To have <laughs> the sounds, you know, yeah. like our, the the team that we have, the minor league in, team, yeah. the minor league team. I sang the anthem for them last year or last season, and like 
Brewers minor league. The Brewers minor league, yes. I mean, they, you know, that's really special to have that. It's really a fun part. I love that. But if they get another national team, I mean, you know, they're like, supposed to be called the Nashville Stars. Stars, yeah, is I believe the, that's is it. The threat, I think. Uh, but what do you think? I mean, there's a lot of Dodgers country. fans though, because a lot of people from California are moving to Nashville too. So oh, there's like some that Dodgers. makes me nervous. I'm not gonna lie on the surface, that makes me nervous. But that's <laughs> yeah. And then the the Cubs, you see a lot of Chicago. Oh, true, Chicago is yeah. kind of, I feel like the, the second. Um, America team. I they don't like bother the me as much as the Dodgers. No, Chicago doesn't bother me at yeah. all. You know, I'm just glad to beat the Dodgers, first of all. But I am a little bit protective of the Nashville area because of all the artists that are from it, much like yourself. Because that's yeah. and that's Braves country. And that's Braves country. So putting another team in the middle of Braves country, that would that would be bothersome it to me. I don't be. think I would like that as I well. I don't think I like it the sound of it at all. Seriously, Even Justin Timberlake, J- you J- got to behind it. shut this down. <laughs> yeah. Shut this down. You're Although from, it would create a, a decent rivalry, and I'm all for a good rivalry, but I don't like new teams in general. Yeah, me either. I, I like things the way they you know, have always been, which is the Braves representing the Southeast. <laughs> and, and anybody that wants to put a uh, change that, I'm going to fight them. Right. <laughs> you yeah, stay bro, out of our country. Kind of <laughs> That's right. Stay out of here. That's right. Y'all get on out of here. <laughs> no. That's the way my grandpa used to say it. Right. But uh, I understand that y'all are a house divided uh, in college football, so it's a little bit different. And I'm guessing Georgia-Bama? And it's exact opposite. So mm-hmm. help me understand this. Well, so all my mom's side of the family for generations, I mean, are all from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother was born there, and my mom's born there. and um, So it really just is by proxy that, you know, growing up it was just always Crimson Tide. And, you know, and we had, like, this thing behind the toilet that was – that was framed and it said like if you want to get to heaven and walk the streets of gold you have to know the password is roll tide roll like just oh, wow. it's just like stuff that we just always it was wow, just always in I mean, my that's, house you that's know? deep no Had, i get it hadn't heard that one over here yeah. in dog's country uh-uh, i haven't either well, I, i've always heard athens is in the bible tuscaloosa is not oh that's what i've always heard yeah the word you know the name athens so so i can't claim to be i'm just gonna just say this i can't claim to be a diehard alabama fan but i do root for alabama. Oh, sure no i totally get it i totally you know. get it and yeah. nor, nor can i uga i just i've spent more time in athens than anywhere and folks like scott and you know our friends up there it's just i've adopted athens i spent a lot of time up there when i was younger and you know it's so nice to see the dogs win. yeah, so, yeah sure. and i wanted mm. to see the dogs win too that's like interesting. any but any type of like underdog like yeah you, you know, always pull like, for the underdog you know yeah. like she even did that with the Bengals on Sunday. I was like, "What are you doing?" I mean, that's uh-huh. not really true. <laughs> I wanted well, to, she's, the Tennessee she's, to win. But. She's uh, called Vegas, and she's taking the points on those <laughs> underdogs. Right, seriously, that's right. Making Wish. some money. It's this music business underdog mentality that we you know, we stuck with. Yeah, right. it's yeah, it's having to fight for it. But Tug and I were talking about how in that game, uh, Alabama versus Georgia for the national championship, it didn't matter really. I mean, we wanted the dogs to win clearly, but. It didn't matter because the South was going to win no matter right. what. And it's really one family. It's the like our friend Nelson Nolan, uh, who plays with Dave Franklin, said, um, we share the same rivers, the same mountains, the same people. It's just a little artificial border in between us. It's Georgia, Alabama, the heart of the South. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is very understandable because the SEC is the best conference in college football, and I think everybody knows that. Nobody would, would argue it. But it's funny because Georgia did have a bit of an underdog uh, you know, story a little bit. Right. 
And but anybody outside of the Southeast wouldn't call Georgia an underdog ever because they're you know because they just wax yeah. the floor with everybody right. and, and so does everybody in the SEC you know it's just kind of it's that. the history between them and Alabama that yeah. it's just like recent you history know, recent that you're yeah. just like okay go go there's just a little win more and they played so good in, yeah. in the SEC championship that it was just kind of yeah hurt, you know. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. Right, I, that's when they lost to Bama. They did, SEC, yeah. My son did. and I were there to see it live, and it was just like, ugh, not again. Right. Not again. But you know, I had that theory that we were just sandbagging, yeah. sandbagging for that national championship yeah. game. We might I not have Jason run all the – Too yeah. bad they sandbag on my thousand bucks. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Look, that's not fair. That's Nobody so likes that. True. Uh, you guys brought guitars, and we thank you all for doing that because we love to hear live music. It's some of our favorite things. Is you know, The, the Braves are kind of the envelope. Of all the conversations about that we have on the show, and college football's in there because the Braves do a great job with the co-branded hats. You know, we might cheer for a different team on Saturday, Alabama or Georgia, mm-hmm. and and the Braves have co-branded hats with you know the Braves on the front, Georgia on the side, or Braves on the front, Bama on the side, Braves on the front, Clemson on the right. whomever. Yeah, and that's another layer of the conversation. And then we talk about uh, just Southern living and and TV shows that we grew up with, and just whatever. But y'all got a brand new song called Alabama. Hey. And it's out February 25th. and um, Which coincides with the first day of um, spring training. And that was by design. And that's I kind of why that. we're here to promote. Right? Yeah. Because I, I think they mentioned the Atlanta Braves in the lyrics. That's what about. I'm hearing. So uh, if y'all would be so kind, we'd sure love to hear Alabama. Here we go. Lauren Morrow live on the Braves Country Podcast. I was always a weird kid who preferred to play alone. So I love to spend the summer at my grandparents' second home. It was just across the state line, out on 20 West, to a town of 300, 350 at best. We'd get there on a Friday and stay a few weeks, have to dust off all the furniture, shake out all the slammed too hard the tin roof always leaked it might have been a dump to many it was paradise to me my grandma's making dumplings singing walking the floor felt like wearing a time machine it was 1994 no telephone no TV grabbing water from
water in the breeze I am putting together a puzzle While I'm sitting on my knees I'll swing out on the front porch Where my feet can hardly reach And fall asleep at night To a cricket symphony I walk down to the train track Put pennies on the rails Spend the afternoon with Grandpa Trying to find out where they fell See that copper glitter like a hundred shining suns Walk back hand in hand when our treasure hunt is done There's a place in my heart Goodness gracious, I felt that hit. one to my core. Aww. That's a hit. Thanks. It makes Thank me want to cry when she sings the David Justice part. Ooh. I know, right? You it know gives what? me cold chills every time. I, I, and I totally get that, but when you start talking about the swing set, on you know, the mm. swing on the front porch, and your feet mm. not being able to touch, and pennies on the track. Oh my gosh, all that, like that is kind of the story that I grew up with too. Know, you know, yeah. like I remember so many, like it took me back to my grandmother's house. Yeah. And, um, and how funny it like those memories are just they're lodged in this really special place that like, you know I've I, I could go there in my brain and just remember every single thing about my yeah. grandparents' house. Oh my know? gosh! Like, of course, the way it smelled. Yeah, everything. Oh man, that, it's that crazy. I don't know about you, but that's when things start rushing back because I miss my grandparents yeah, so know, much. You know what I mean? I, I tried to get my grandma, the baseball loving grandma, tried to get her to come. She's yeah. ninety one, oh, and I was my like trying to get her to come. Here, we but, were wow. able to go by the house and spend time with her this morning and grab her um, Glavin bobblehead, her Smoltz bobblehead, her Bobby Cox bobblehead. <laughs> And we're, we're making a video today with some B-roll with yeah. all of her family photos of her growing up. That's and so then cool. We got a Polaroid to take some from today, so the yeah. whole video will be like a lyric video, but it'll show all this stuff, and you guys will probably be in it. So oh, my gosh. Oh, that's perfect. awesome. I'll yeah. be honored. Yeah. I don't think I've yeah. ever been in a... Yeah, that's right. I, I mean, I... It's okay I, with you. Yeah, yeah I, of course. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever been so uh, been so honored to uh, to be in a... Especially be with... in a music video called Alabama. Right, exactly. But but a, but a song that... that just hit me so quickly oh, so yeah. that it, it, it actually means something you know yeah. what i mean that's what i think Let's is the see. coolest part that's about it that. and that's going to be on the new record that's coming this fall and and what's the name of the album going to be so that's actually going to be just a standalone single okay and then the new record separately uh, we i don't have a name for it yet okay <laughs> it's very it's it's uh I have some ideas, but we're still getting it all together. And you can get the single and the new record, and we'll find out what it's going to be called at www.laurenmorrow.com. You'll be able to get that song on all platforms. It's like being streaming. uploaded. Yeah, streaming platforms. February 25th, you uh, should be able to get that song. And you, if you like it, you can go grab it and make it part of your collection. And that there seems to be a new thing, like standalone singles. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they're, they're kind of outside of, of, of a... a, a 
is it a proper album? Is yeah. that the correct way to say? It? I mean, I don't know. Who uh, knows anymore? Yeah, right. Exactly, because it is. It's so like it's so uh, just wild, wild west. The way people, people just do can, everything. Totally. The way people consume music these days is so so different than when we were younger, and you'd buy a whole record, and mm. now it's like you know we've got people that know more than us that tell us when to do things. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, I love that. But um, you touch on family and faith, and I think that's so universal that so many people, no matter what kind of music you listen to or grew up listening to that you can relate to you know mm-hmm. and and faith is super important to me like, mm-hmm. i spend a lot of time in prayer because i you know that's just that's just where i am as a person mm-hmm. um how does faith work with you how do, do you is mm-hmm. is faith an important part of your life or maybe not at all so because there's there's everybody sees it differently yeah i think your faith changes you know through different seasons of your life like so I grew up Southern Baptist, and my grandpa was like the deacon of the Baptist church. And oh, nice. Then, um, you know, we could have a whole podcast hour just on this subject. But, yeah. like, you know, I think I went through phases where I didn't know what I really believed in, and now I've come back to a place where I do believe that there's a bigger force at work yeah, sure. that is kind of always guiding us and always is helping us. And whether it's prayer or meditation or, or however you choose to speak to that, god or source or whatever you want to call it that's the way that i feel connected Mm -hmm. and i can see pieces of my life put together that are not they're out of my control they were things and synchronicities that happened that i can't explain that are very cool when you think about it yeah like wait i maybe that was was that god yeah right you know like look did i pray for this and then this happened like you know absolutely i do and yeah and it makes you feel really humbled and really grateful yeah it's funny you bring up not knowing like i i feel stronger in my faith now than i probably ever have in my whole life and i still question everything yeah like and i feel like the bible it it makes it pretty clear that it's okay that that that, that happens and and so i can like that i could so understand where you're coming from in growing up singing in church i i assume no no i was too shy to sing ever in front of people i didn't start singing in front of people till i was like 19 and i went to go study abroad and i didn't know anybody and i was like well this is a safe space because no one can judge me and then (laughs) but when i started writing songs and stuff i would like i would sit in my closet like and like ask my friends to come in and be like don't tell anybody that you know like and so no but i like not church but i was always like singing to the radio sure always listening to my brother's music and trying to emulate the way that women's voices sounded you know and yeah that's super cool and i know your brother a little bit he and i worked together for a little while and so what kind of music does your brother chris listen to he listens to a lot of everything, but when we were growing up here in Atlanta, it was a lot of like, well, it was Power 99 first, and then it was 99X, and a lot of 90s alternative. Yeah, he sure, had, I love that stuff, know, too. Like, I would steal his Pearl Jam t-shirts and, you know, like, Stone Temple Pilots Nirvana, t-shirts. Beach Oh, yeah, Boys. all that, yeah. yeah. All that stuff that I still listen to all the time. Chris yeah. has got good uh, Me, too. Yeah, yeah. but too. He's, he also, too, loved Outkast and Goody Mob and yeah. Southern hip-hop and, yeah. like, He's not beholden to one genre. He loved. Yeah. I remember him having all the Garth Brooks albums. Yeah, you know, going to see Garth too, Brooks yeah. and like when he was on that tour, he flew over the audience. You yeah, know, and all that. That's so, super cool. No, yeah. I love that too. It's funny because my son's kind of that way. He's really into hip hop and country, mm-hmm. and 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 I've introduced him to classic rock and alternative rock, and mm-hmm. and he's introduced me to newer hip hop because I grew up with you know. Uh, Run DMC and oh, yeah. and uh, LL Cool J and, and oh, yeah. stuff like that. That going I still back to yeah, Cali. Yeah, that stuff Cali. that I still love. But he introduces me to all the other stuff that that I've that I've you know not cool enough to know exists. 
So he helps me with that. We're talking with country artist Lauren Morrow, along with her husband and guitar player Jason Morrow, live on the Braves Country Podcast here at the Braves Radio Network and 680 The Fan Studios outside of Truist Park at the Battery Atlanta. Home of? Your world champion Atlanta Braves. Let's go! And uh, folks at home, please like and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. And getting back to Southern life, uh, when you're on tour for so long, what's the biggest thing you miss about the South when you're not here? A lot of pride in being from Georgia. Me too. I think that there is a, a culture that is rich, and there are aspects that I don't enjoy about the South and its history. But I think that, you know, whenever we're out on tour and and especially even when we're abroad, like I'm very proud to say like I'm from Georgia and whether it's food or music or people and diversity and oh my gosh, growing yeah. up with all different races and especially in Atlanta, you know, and I don't know, it just it makes you kind of see the world a little differently. I am very proud of Me it. Me too. You know? Me like, too. Absolutely. The same way that people go, like, I'm from Texas. Yeah, like, right I, on. Know, yeah, they're, the and they're same... proud of Texas or yeah. New York or wherever they're from. Exactly. No, I get that. And and it's funny you, you bring up diversity because if you think about where the South was a long time ago and where it is now, I mean, it's it's night and day different. And, and, and part of that bridge was the Atlanta Braves. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. Hitting yeah. that home run and breaking, breaking Brave Bruce record and, and the call from Ben Scully. The legendary call that Getting he mentions. Oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> when he was like in the Deep South, a black man is being cheered on yeah. for breaking Babe Ruth's record yeah. in the Deep South, and that to me, that's one of the the pivotal points. And the Braves are all about it. You know, yeah. they're all around it. They've yeah. been such a unifying force, which is so terrific, and it makes it so much fun. But uh, I mean, going back to faith and and stuff. If you if you think about all the synchronicities that happen with. With what happened this this season with the Braves, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you know, um, angels in the outfield. Angels That's right, in the outfield. It's, <laughs> it's so funny you bring that up. Hank Aaron was number forty four, as we all know. Right. He was my favorite player because he was my dad's favorite player, mm-hmm. and he died on my forty fourth birthday. Wow. How crazy oh, is that? Weird. Like yeah. I did, it was so bittersweet. I was just like, oh wait, wait, uh, what in the world is happening? Like this is the worst thing that could happen. This this year felt divine. Well, it did, it, you know. And in the postseason, I believe uh, the Braves had scored forty four runs until uh, Freddie Freeman hit that solo shot, which made it forty five. Yeah, which is kind of like a, a kind of a passing of the torch, if you right. will. I, I couldn't have said it better. That's yeah. so good. You yeah. guys have a big tour coming up with uh, Corblun. And you're going to be doing some West Coast dates. It's like a, a baseball schedule. You guys got about uh, 40 shows from March <laughs> and April. I know. How do you uh, plan for a tour like that? Uh, well, I'm already having anxiety. I'm um, sure. No, I have it in for you. I know. No, I, we're really excited. We were on this tour in March of 2020, and we were 10 days into it and got called off because of the pandemic. Yeah, sure. So now here we are two years later coming back with the same person, going to the same places, and um it's exciting because core packs out the rooms uh, mm-hmm. and there's so many times we've gone out on our own where you know you know, where you don't you're out there on the road trying to make it happen but you're not playing for that many people when you get there you'll mm-hmm. have you know 20 people show sure up. and so it's nice when we know that we're looking forward to going to rooms that'll be sold out and they'll be packed and that makes it a lot easier it's gotta be a great feeling to swallow and we have a few days off where we're going to go snowboarding and meet friends in la so we kind of that's part of the preparation is making plans like we know we have these three days off in bend and we have can go here and here and here and so. just to be able to relax and yeah. rest too yeah no I, doubt i will not be snowboarding in bend yeah so. oh yeah so yeah no i understand <laughs> that can go i went one out. time i went one time i'll yeah. never do it again no thank I, you yeah 
I'll, I'll be in the uh, <laughs> there in the uh, the area where the bar is and, right. the, and the nice fireplace. What <laughs> exactly. is that? The lodge, yeah. I guess. Yes. The lodge. Yes. Right. What, That's what, what about uh, what about seeing baseball games when you're in your off days on the road? You guys ever taken a minor yeah, league game that. or a pro game? I just love seeing new stadiums. Yeah, me too. Oh yeah, I, I go see them every chance I get. Every time we're in a town where I don't have anything to do, or if I do, I snuck in a day game at during Chicago before Blues Fest. We had a 6 o'clock set, and I was at a 1 o'clock game. Nice. Took the, we did uh, that in Denver, too. The Brown Train, we did it in Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, like, a day game we went to. We did it in San Francisco. Was that with the Braves, too? Were they playing the Braves? Every, no, oh. but every chance we get, it's it's pretty important. If there's a game and we're there, I'm like, we'll try our best. So let's get in there. Because yeah. I want to see the stadiums. And, Lauren, you've uh, you've sang the national anthem a few times for some folks, right? Where, where all of you? Well, just uh, Jason and I did it at Turner Field, um, and then I did it with the sounds this past season. But, mm-hmm. yeah, if y'all know any hookups here, I want to do it again this <laughs> coming <laughs> Absolutely. season. Now, I'm what like, was that like for you to be such a huge Braves fan and grow up on the Bravos and then oh to step God. on that field and sing the national anthem? Well, first of all, so my second favorite Brave, my first favorite Brave, Ryan Klusko. Oh, which we've time. had on the show a couple I times. Know, I know. Um, <laughs> She's and, listened. Um, <laughs> my second favorite was Craig Kimbrell. And uh-huh. he uh, was – so I have a really cool picture of, of Jason and I. And I had a Kimbrel jersey on, and he came out of the dugout in Pendleton, and Gonzalez was managing at the time, yeah, I Freddy. think. Yep. And um, so there's a picture of the back of their jerseys, and they were, you know, watching us sing the anthem. And, How cool is that? And, uh, we're on the jumbo tr- – like, it's one of my favorite pictures I ever. I bet. But, um, it is the most nerve-wracking thing. It's so scary. Like but to she sing crushed the national it. anthem. Yeah, I have a feeling yeah. you probably do a pretty stellar job. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it seems like it would be pretty natural for you. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just one of those songs you've heard, you know, your whole life, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, hold on, what are the yeah. words? Yeah, no, you I know. know. You don't want to yeah. be like a YouTube video like, <laughs> messing right. up the words. It you know? up. No, like, I got oh, it. Oh boy. So you guys uh, start here in Atlanta and end in Nashville. Did I look at that schedule correctly? That's, that's about yeah, right. It's yeah, it's like that's... February 12th here at City Winery with Ron Pope. And then we go home for two weeks, and then we literally start driving out to Montana. It's probably take about four days. Starts in Montana. Ends, yes. Four days just Nashville, to start the, the tour. Rough, the 22nd. Roughly, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, ends in Nashville. That's right on uh, April twenty second. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, what kind of homecoming will that be for you guys after that long of a tour? How's that going to go? That show? Well, we actually have a. Um... I think that we're going to just. Um, It'll be the nice. best homecoming will be coming home to see our dogs. Yeah, there you go. What kind of dogs do you have? We have two golden retrievers. Okay, all right. Jack and best. Sailor. We have a uh, we have a little uh, Schnauzer puppy. He's about to, it's just turned a year old. I don't know how long. I don't know what point they go from puppy to dog, but we're we're at a yeah. year. We're at a year at this point, and um, still and a puppy. He's, yeah. We also yeah. have two kitties that I found over in the West End of Atlanta, and I'm allergic to cats. Cats, so I, but I, these. These cats were with a litter that was not going to make it. And so I grabbed two of them and I said, no, I'm allergic. They're going to be outdoor cats. Well, since I got them in East Point, we named them Outcats. Because mm-hmm. it's like the Outcast. And yeah. so one's Andre 3000 and one's Big Boy. I love it. Yeah, and those are our Outcats. <laughs> They're cool. Now they live indoor and I've developed an immunity to them. So, Cooler than a polar bear's, 
polar bear's toenails. There you <laughs> yeah, go. Man. There and, you go. And I that's some it. true Atlanta fans right there. That's right. And, and I see you're wearing your AT Aliens jersey. Yeah. It's actually Jason's, but I've stolen it. Yeah, yeah right. Well, <laughs> it's yours. What's his is yours, by yeah. the way. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. what's yours is yours. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> 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 have it all. You can yeah. tell he's been married. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Twenty-one years in April. So Whoa. yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you not have a closet either? What's that? You don't have a closet either. I don't either. No. No. You have three drawers. Yeah. He has a corner. He has a corner. I'm telling you, I, I don't even think I have three, a granddaughter. Like, I do have this one, like, it's like, it's not even really a closet. You know, like, my wife has this walk-in closet at our house, and it's like, it, it's like a small bathroom. It's right. like the size of a small bathroom. And mine, like, I can't even tell what's in the back of my closet because I can't get to it. It's so small and narrow. It's like a coat closet in our bedroom, and that's my closet. Yeah. Oh, the so, thing about yeah. mine is it's I only have right. three drawers, and then she's like, let's throw some of your shirts away. Let's do some cleaning. I'm like, dude, I only have three drawers. Like, <laughs> Seriously, I'd like to keep those shirts. He's I like them. collector, though. Yeah, no, I know. I run into that a little bit, too. That and baseball caps. But my oh, wife my God, collects. the baseball hats. I have 50 yeah. baseball hats. Okay. Everywhere. My wife has about 49,000 pairs of shoes. So yeah. I <laughs> never, she can never talk about she anything. because there's no shoes. I've never seen her wear half of them. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I maybe she has, and I didn't know. Noticed, which yeah. is bad on me. Yeah. I should have noticed that she was wearing a different pair of Meeting shoes. Meeting them and wearing them are very different. Things. I agree you might, with like, that. Just need them. Yeah, in just case. in case. Right. I get that. Yeah. I kind of like the hats. It's yes. like the hat collection. You can't ever tell when you'll need them. I get got tickets. Seven in the van. That's right. I <laughs> <That's laughs> love it. You can get tickets to see uh, Lauren Morrow at laurenmorrow.com. Easy to uh, to get to. L A um, L A U. <laughs> <laughs> it's not be, easy to say, be, though. It should be, yeah, it should be much more simple. My wife's name's Laura. It's not that much different. You know? Yeah. L-A-U-R-E-N-M-O-R-R-O-W.com, This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a Mad Men's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. As a songwriter, what's the process for? Do y'all write together? Do you write it on your own? You write on your own, and then you come together. What's how does that work with y'all? Um, I tend to. It's changed over the past few years, but I tend to sometimes start things on my own, and then we'll take them to Jason and be like, 
hey, what do you think of this? And then he'll say, here, I think that you should do this here. Or sometimes he has riffs and melodies like like the song Vicky Lynn, like he had a riff for that. And we were sound checking one time in like Charlotte and I was like, what was that? And he was like, I just made it up. And then that's how that song formed. And so it's pretty collaborative. And then on my new record, we started writing with my producer Parker and that was definitely a different journey too. just writing. It's a very intimate process, yeah, like writing music with people. And, you know, at least for me. And so it's like having to kind of trust someone to come into the Do you the get fold. shy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, and I would imagine I would too. Yeah, but if I, like, I mean, I, I just feel. Shy you put a word down and you're like, is that dumb? Yeah, Jason right. Will be like, like, he'll be like, just sing some words out loud. And I'm like, I can't do it. Like, he'll be like, the and yeah, yeah. us, they, <laughs> you. Yeah. you know, just dinner time. <laughs> I have to like really sit down and like, I pour over lyrics and I'm like, leave me alone. Like, I have to just like, you know, it's. A, well, you're an English major wordsmith. Yeah, I do. I That is what I listen to in songs primarily. Is lyrics. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And and I think that's more of a woman thing to do if that's such a thing. But Sexist. I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but I noticed that women, when I talk to music, I'm always having a conversation about lyrics. Yeah. And with, with my dude friends, he's like, you hear that guitar solo? Yeah, that's right. great, man. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Right. You know what I mean? I just feel like women are more dialed in to, you know, to kind of really the story. And that's what country music typically is is right. or a lot of music is 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 telling a great story well you know tug they're actually smarter than us That's no i do believe that well no i know my wife's so much smarter than i am it's not even funny we actually listen to things. yes that's right but but the only time i actually listen to uh things as a as a man is uh when i'm listening to lyrics and i am a lyric mm -hmm. guy that's good yeah i really yeah. really am down with the lyrics so um that's that's my favorite part of the song i always notice those first yeah. even prior to the big guitar solo. Yeah. yeah, and I love that you threw the Braves in. I mean, you didn't just really throw the Braves in. You featured the 90s Braves. Well, you the, felt and, it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, you felt it. Was that planned, or did that just kind of come out when you wrote that one? That song and and Vicky Lynn, the one about my mom, were were ones that just, like, lyrically just kind of, like, bleh, like I just... It just came out. It just came out. <laughs> I didn't really have to, like, think about it that much or, you know, and... And sometimes that happens, and then other times it's harder, you know, to kind of like squeeze it out of your brain. Um, but those were those were easy because they're ones that I just—it's my life. It's mm -hmm. the things that I know about, you know. Yeah, I wonder if some some songs come from your brain and some songs come from your heart, perhaps. Mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes, I mean, going back to kind of like the faith and the things, like sometimes, especially the that one about my grandparents, like just really could feel kind of almost this like presence of like my grandpa, he's been gone for a year, but just, I don't know. It feels like you're, you're touched by a muse or something. Yeah. Like something just kind of comes inside of, you know, your brain and you just, I don't know if it's the same thing, but I lost my dad about almost three years ago. And, uh, much like Hank Aaron died on my, my favorite player died on my birthday. Yeah. Um, my 44th birthday. My dad actually died on my wife and I's anniversary, on our oh, 18th anniversary. Yeah. But my wife handled it so well. Yeah. She helped me handle it. She was yeah. like, now we celebrate two things, a great marriage yeah. and, a, and a person that loved us so much. And so, But now, to, to the point you're making about how it just kind of pours out, I'm not, I'm not a talented songwriter like you or a musician like you, but, but when I hear songs, that same feeling I feel like, or at least the way you described yeah. it, I feel that. Like, if I hear a George Strait song, mm -hmm. my daddy is with me, mm -hmm. and I'm singing it, and sometimes I'll even get a little, yeah. little misty-eyed. I can't help it, you know? And, but that's and the power of music, I though, think so, you know? too. I think so, too. It can so kind too. of bring you closer to 
people that you've lost, but then also sometimes it feels like a time machine where you can hear something and you're like, oh my God, I know exactly where I was. Mm-hmm. I heard this on the first time. Absolutely. And I was a senior well, high school. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it's just as fun. Or I was with my daddy on the way to yeah. uh, Fulton County Stadium yep. or, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's any of those things. It can be all of them. Would you play another song for us? Yeah. Would love to um, hear it. The one that I uh, that I have been talking about is a song that I wrote about my mom. I see. That's uh, I was hoping that's where you're going. And and I and and I was just in my head. I was like, I hope. Apparently, just I just because, write songs about family. Well, but that's the, <laughs> I, you know what? I love it. I think I it's. I want to get some Kleenex over here. Hey, yeah, to right? Absolutely, man. I can't help it. You as might a, have to because honestly, sometimes when I wrote this last verse, like, oh yeah, I lost it. I was like, where did this even go from? And I was like writing it out, and then I sang it to Jason and our friend, and he was like, uh, oh. I was yeah. in the living room with her friend Jessica, and uh, and she goes, remember that riff you wrote? And I was like, yeah. She goes. I just wrote it about my mom, and me and Lauren and Jessica all started crying. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> wow. So awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Lauren Morrow, live on the Braves Country Podcast here on the Braves Radio Network. She's a baby, raising a baby at 22. 
By the time she found peace with her boy on her knees, she had had it. So she moved to Atlanta to start over for a year or two. She met a man at a party and gave love another try. She became my mama. Goodness gracious. Amazing. That's so incredible. Thank you. What was your mama's first reaction when she heard that? Um, well <laughs> Okay, so the you know, sometimes you just sometimes a word rhymes better with you know, and you just gotta flub a little bit. Sure, of course. So mom was actually born in fifty six, but I say fifty five because six is harder a word to rhyme with. If you would have never told me, I'd have never known. Yeah. First thing she said, she was like, Well, I was actually born in fifty six, right? You're that old. I was like, Mom, I oh love my God, it. I was like, that was your takeaway. Mama's gotta correct you. You're like, no, Mama. she loves it. I did the bluebird with um oh, wow. with the Carlene Carter and Pam Tillis. Holy wow. smokes. Yeah. That's high cotton right there. That is. It was pretty it was cool. Fun. Um and my mom came and she was a lobbyist for the state of Georgia for forever, so she can really work a room. And, like, after the show, you know, she was going around and talking to people, and she was like, I'm Vicky Lynn. I'm Vicky. Nice, <laughs> yeah, to nice to meet you. I'm Vicky Lynn. Yeah, like, she, yeah, definitely. Uh, she's very proud of it. She's got awesome. a theme song now, but I yeah. got to tell you, I'm, I really respect the fact that you're honoring her now while she's still here because a lot of mm-hmm. folks, they don't do that. They wait, and then when they're gone, they want to do something to honor them, and and we've got to, that's why I started the the Thanks Bobby campaign in, mm-hmm. in 2010 because I, I felt like instead of waiting until it was all over, we needed to go ahead and, and tell Bobby Cox how we felt now. And I think everybody should kind of take a thing from that song and uh, take a lesson from that song and, and you know, call your mama. Yeah, you know? that's the first thing. Yeah. First thing, call your mama. <laughs> call, call your, your mama. Your mama and them. Call your mama and them. Yeah, mama and them. But, um, I, you mentioned Pam Tillis. I bet you could sing the daylights, and I'm not asking you to do it, but I bet you could sing the daylights out of maybe it was Memphis. Oh yeah, I could try. No, yeah. you, no, <laughs> I wouldn't put you on the spot. I'm not asking you no, but I'm just saying good. I could I could hear yeah. you being very good with that song Thank because you. it's so. I it love is a, that's a high chorus. She actually I, didn't play it that day at the Bluebird. What that seems but, like it should be against law. I know. Well, I wonder sometimes too because it, it is it's it's up there. You know that chorus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's loud. She was so sweet. They're so sweet. And, like, yeah, I mean, you know, my phone rang one day driving back from Atlanta, back to Nashville, and it was Carlene Carter. And she was like, Good heavens. Hey, would you like to play the Bluebird with me? Yes. Yes, I would. Oh. And then just was, I mean, I was very nervous. She hit mute on her phone and she goes, yeah, I mean, yeah seriously, cool. she's swerving off the road yeah, trying goes, to yeah. say. I was like, "How'd you get your number?" Elizabeth Cook gave me her number, her, my number. Yeah. That's oh my God. so cool. Yeah, it was very cool. So that, yeah, so sweet. That's yeah. incredible. All right, the, another thing that Southerners do real well is eat. Yeah, well. <laughs> I am a fan. Like, I mean, they're like next to breathing. Eating is probably my favorite thing. And I love barbecue. Oh yeah. I love the Cracker Barrel. I love the Waffle House. Goodness, I have a love affair with the Waffle House. You and me both, bro. Yeah. And and I've been fortunate enough to become uh, acquainted and um, I, I wouldn't say friends, but acquainted with Walt Emmerich, who's the CEO of Waffle House. And oh, every nice. time I see him, I'm just like, 
I love the Waffle House. Thank like, I so just much. can't tell him how much I love it. And he's it's like, I got so it. I got it, Tug. I got it. I got it. It's yeah. like you're a super fan. You want his autograph. Yeah, yeah. something. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. And um, so food is a big part of Southern culture and the Braves I and mean, the foods that you can get at, at Truist Park and mm-hmm. around here. What is your favorite Southern mom and pop kind of place to eat? Or, or y'all, both of you, for that matter. Um, our friend Kevin Clark and uh, he he owns a place downtown called Homegrown. That, that sounds good to me. Let that, me write that down. Was, that Jason oh, and I were talking about it on the way here. That like, it's just so good and it's just simple. It's like the thing that you he, he designed it because he wanted it to feel like you you were going to eat at his mom's house. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can go get breakfast, but also biscuits and gravy and just all oh that God. stuff. You know, it's just, I know. And Jason and I are on Whole30 right now, so this is a very difficult conversation well, know for what, me to have. I don't even know what that is. I What's haven't that? eaten a carb in 26 days. Oh, wow. I'm surprised <laughs> y'all are still uh, not killing each other. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you. This is rough. The struggle yeah. is yeah. real. Oh, but, my heavens. but Homegrown is in uh, downtown Atlanta yes. or Nashville? Downtown Atlanta. 968 okay, cool. Memorial, yeah. I believe. Um, Kevin's one of my best friends. He's a diehard Braves fan. He's not like a restaurateur that just came into town and had a concept for a restaurant. He bought old Mammy's that was like for sale for next to nothing and put every dime he had into making a restaurant. He's won like best of for like seven years in a row now. And he's Mm -hmm. just salted the earth, like made his own way. And we haven't paid for a meal for there in years. And I, and it's, it bothers me because he won't let us. He's just that sweet, you know, mm-hmm. but we want to support. But he's crushing it, and we're so proud of him. That's yeah, awesome. It's delicious yeah. if you so, ever get a chance to go. Homegrown on Memorial. So oh, yeah. if you are looking for a great homegrown meal, then uh, then go there. Six to three. Six to three. It's not a nighttime place. Yeah, so yeah, six. Uh, so they do uh, breakfast and lunch. Breakfast and lunch. And kind of a meet and three kind of feel. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I mean, you can get lunch. You could get pot roast if yeah. you want, you know, and country fried steak. Catfish. Or you could, yeah. yeah, Heck I mean, yeah. Some fried chicken. I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Good Y'all, Lord, we I need to wrap this chicken. interview oh, he's, up. He's got a thing called break. comfy uh, chicken, <laughs> which is like a lightly breaded that he does with sausage gravy over it with an open biscuit. Yes, and, I will. Yes. Oh, yes, man. I will. I <laughs> know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yes, sir. It's, I wouldn't even have to look at the menu. I'd uh-huh. be like. That's why I'll take that. Yes. Okay, I'm hungry. Yeah. I know, it's exactly. so good. All right, in Nashville, when you're in Nashville, where where is your favorite spot to eat? That's tough. That's uh, tough. Um, probably the house, maybe. Yeah, right. right. Well, oh, yeah, yeah right, so if you're right what, now during Whole 30. Yeah, that's right. So what are you making? What are you making that that's been good? I mean, you can make anything. Uh, you know, you really want. It's just the the point of it is just nothing's processed. Yeah, and, you sure. Know, which is great. Of, that's what you. Great. Yeah, no, it's terrific. But like growing up in the South, I mean, you know, we eat. It's a fair amount of processed things, you know, like when you think about like, I don't know, at least I did in my house. It was about kind of like things. some canned, <laughs> open up this can and here's a can. See, I don't even consider that processed. Well, it's really not, I guess. <laughs> I, don't but, like, if, you know, be like, I don't know if Vicki Lynn's going to like you telling her. Uh, seriously. Like oh, she knows. <laughs> what, now, what did Vicki Lynn make for What was her like signature southern dish that she made for you guys? I would say... I mean, I would say the one that I remember the most that, I mean, my mom might get mad at me, but it, it wasn't that my mom made it, but my grandma and my grandpa would make country fried steak a lot. And they would yeah. use cube steak mm. and kind of pat it down and then mm. bread it, you know, and then put gravy on it. And, mm. yeah. Yes. I mean, that, that stands sorry. out as a pretty, like, you know, pretty special memory. Jason's family, I, I, I think, like, I mean, his grandma, Nanny, would... It was all about biscuits and gravy in my family. It was breakfast was the big thing. Everyone would get it on the table, and 
She'd make so- uh, with Tennessee Pride hot sausage, and she'd make the sausage yes, gravy and the eggs, and then her biscuits. That, oh, like yeah. I've never oh, been able to figure out how to make a biscuit. Oh yeah, she had the Hardee's recipe. Yeah, that, uh, she yeah. got from a friend. Yeah, uh, you right. Can't tell anybody. So, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, she would never do that. She's not. And then woman. Oh, if yeah. you got sick, she had the recipe, which was basically uh, whiskey with rock candy in it. Uh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it was called the recipe. I feel horrible right yeah. now. Yeah. Do you think she could? She could hook up. And it's so funny because we're all from the south and nobody drinks. Yeah, but everybody got sick. You take your yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Basically, get drunk in bed. Jason, I love it. That <laughs> yeah. is so it's funny and so southern that yeah. it just made like you. I could sop that up with a biscuit right there. Just that story. <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious, that's some of my favorite. And and my my family was the same way. We always did you know big breakfasts on yeah Saturday and Sunday at my grandmother's house and 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 still to this day I remember missing a few of them and and now I'd do anything to have yeah not missed those you know what i mean yeah. just going back to that whole you know we we're talking about earlier you know just you put those pieces together yeah. and you're like why did i not get my lazy tail up because i, I was know. 16 or exactly 17 and i was too cool for school you're and, like, oh, i don't want to go to grandma's uh, again i do it know, every like, saturday <laughs> yeah, and like, now if there's one thing that i would just pay any amount of oh, money yeah. that i could afford that would be it just I to know. go do that one Lauren more time got to experience a few of those at nanny's house while they were still alive yeah mm-hmm. a few years of them oh my gosh it's it so was good. the best just to hear them just BS. Yeah. My granddad was just so full preserves of yeah. that they you know. got from peach, you know. Yeah. You reckon you don't come in with us? You that... just gonna sit over and watch TV yeah. all day. That's right. <laughs> y'all, y'all come on. Before we move on from food, though, what about barbecue, man? What's your where do you, I know if you're on the zero carb thing, you can get away with some barbecue. Uh, yep. So uh, where do you have to stop the van or the bus when you're out on tour on the in the south, and you just have to go to that anywhere in the southeast? Uh, any favorite barbecue joints? I'd say Fox Brothers is probably. Probably one of my favorites. You know, there's yeah. one right here. It's hard to beat. It's right there. there. Is yeah. one. We got yeah. a location right here. At right the here. At the, yeah, oh, Terrapin Tap Room. There, right at, at literally. I can look. I, like looking out the window across the uh, the office, and I can see out the window. <laughs> I know exactly where it is. Like I, I can throw a baseball about to end up there. Seriously, <laughs> I can throw a baseball down there. Now, what's your sure. what's your standard order at the at the Fox Brothers? Oh, I just like the wings, man. I mean, yeah. they're just so good. Yeah, just simple the wings, and their sides are so good. Okay, blue cheese or ranch blue on cheese your wings? All day. I'm a blue cheese guy. Too. Okay, well, I'm not a either one of those. Yeah, I don't like either. Do I don't. I don't what do, about you, Lauren? No. I'm blue cheese, but um, I you know. Only blue cheese if it's with a wing. I'm not right. like a let's eat blue cheese on a salad or ranch. I'm mm-hmm. not a ranch fan. No, really. I'm not, I don't eat dressing on salads at all. Yeah, well, like, I'll tell you what, that old boy up in uh, <laughs> that old boy <laughs> um, that makes that barbecue. What's his name? I like that old boy already. <laughs> he put we we he he served barbecue. JD JD's, JD's barbecue. Oh, yeah. where's Holy that? Where's that? In Ackworth. There's two. There's one in Ackworth, and then there's one, one in Woodstock. Woodstock. And I've been to the one in Woodstock. Good. It's insane. tremendous. Yeah. So good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so JD's very sweet. Good. He started his stuff from on his own too, and he's a sweet man. And he I love that. catered our wedding. Yeah. Oh, too. nice. Right. So yeah. What's uh, what's JD's specialty in, in the barbecue? Oh, room? brisket. Brisket, I think, is his thing. Cool. And his sides are the bomb. Like there's like a corn cob that's got. I don't even know what it's rolling. We in, this is funny. We we bartered with him. He asked us to play a Fourth of July party when he was just getting this thing kicked off right there on a flat truck bed um, in off uh, Bell's Ferry Road. Yeah. And we played that party with our band so we could have free catering at our wedding. That's like a Georgia Satellites video. You keep this guy. You keep, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looked like one. Lauren, too. you keep this guy around for a reason. He's a smart, right. smart businessman. He's, he's, he's a wheeler and dealer. Yeah. Y'all, her, her mom as a lobbyist got all the booze. 
for free for the wedding. Let's page. go. Wow. I need to be. Supposed to talk yeah, about we're probably. Uh, you're yeah. just kidding about that. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, who could really do that? That's crazy. Yeah. There's no drinking in politics. That's right. In the yeah. south. Or in the south. I'm telling you. I I, I thought <laughs> if you took a sip, you're going straight to hell. Oh, That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. That's turns a whole out, other song. My turns <laughs> turns out it's probably not the case. You know, right. or if it is, or I'm in trouble. Right. <laughs> well, I want to thank you all so much for joining us here thank on the Braves Country Podcast. It's so awesome. You're so sweet, and I I love your relationship, and I love the music that you write, and uh, I just love everything about y'all, and want you to know that you're always welcome here on the Braves Radio Network and on the podcast, and uh, I'd love to see y'all here sometime at a ball. I know you've been to a few, and and I'd love to get to one with y'all, too, and and would ask only that maybe we close out with another song. Just uh, wrap it up on a a high note. Yeah. Um, This is a song about... The music business. Oh, wow. Huh? Or, or, a got low, or seriously, a low note. <laughs> Do I need to have like the dump button or some beats? Oh, oh, you going to be cussing at them. <laughs> How this is going to go. <laughs> Lauren Morrill. I know, right? On the Braves Country Podcast on the Atlanta Braves Radio Network.
love it. Love awesome. it. That's what you got to do, hustle. I mean, uh, yeah, that's a, that is you what you got to do. Capsulated uh, the music business and what you have to do is just keep moving. Nonstop. Nonstop hustle. You only write two stories, folks. <laughs> and right. uh, what have you done for yourself lately? Don't matter. You have to figure out what you're going to do next, don't you? That's right. I'm going to play that song in the morning to get fired up at the desk, I think. Hey, you know? I yeah. love it. You've, I love uh, it. you've got it. You are in sole possession of it until it comes out. So I enjoy love it. it. Now, when you does that song come first. out? When is it coming out? Uh, Who knows? That's on the new record. On the new so record. That, that okay. will be later on this year that's Very awesome cool. Fall, probably. well it's tremendous and we certainly thank you guys for performing and yeah. just blessing us with uh, uh, the incredible talent hey, that you have. hey before we go I hate, to, I hate to interrupt i know we're wrapping up but there's something very special i want to bring up well uh, hang on uh today it happens to be Jason Morrow's birthday. I Get out of here! <laughs> happy birthday, happy buddy! Happy birthday! Yeah. Now, will y'all sing happy birthday yourselves? Oh, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so uh, how ancient are you today? Forty-seven. Buddy? Forty-seven. Yes, That's sir. Tom Glavin's number, my friend. Yeah. Right. There you yeah, go. Yeah. It's very special. So, um, I, we uh, Tug and I chipped in. And we got you a special birthday. You're present. kidding? Oh, Come yes. on! Uh, we know you're a hat guy. Oh, so here's your official. It's your official so uh, on-field uh, world championship that is hat. So that is amazing. That's, that's strong one, right so there. That's the one that the Braves wore right after they won it on the field. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you, guys. You're more yeah, than welcome. Yeah, this is the one so they wore sweet. right on the field. It is. Because they that's didn't right. have that one in there when I went in. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. How could we not? And you guys are on the team now. You're on the Braves Country Podcast team, which is as close as you can get as a musician to being on the Braves. <laughs> you know, I've <laughs> been telling my friends about this for a month wow. now, like how excited I am. Well, happy We're birthday, so, like, buddy. Happy birthday. Braves, we I are. Like. And, you know. Like, we were Braves Band of the Year. The Whiskey Gentry was we like were? in 2013 or something. And Neat. That's like, super cool. They, gave, they that. give you a suite. We're going to have to bring uh, that back. Well, Cheers. they used to have like bands that. in front of the TED. And yeah. we would yeah. play. I remember that. Live band, like take you out to the ballpark while people are coming in and yeah. um, put me in coach and all that stuff. So They're you, still you, doing the, the stuff, at, something relatively similar, but not nearly as frequent on the Georgia Power Pavilion right. stage where they have heavy bands playing. We need to get you, you yeah. guys need to play there too. Holy cow. This so, is a scrappier setup. Like we brought our PA and it yeah. was just yeah. kind of hustling down. Kind of oh, okay. I got you. Now, Jason, we, we know it's your birthday, yeah. but we also don't want to cause any trouble in the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we, and happy wife, happy life and all that. <laughs> yeah. Now, since uh, you featured Dave Justice in your song, uh, Tug and I went ahead and chipped in for you. Oh, we got you amazing. a uh, Dave Justice bobblehead. <laughs> Let's go. That's for you, Lauren. Oh, that's See, you guys are the it's, sweetest. It's Braves so prize is all around. It's Can better we come than back the... tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this. I don't there even want a bobblehead. Now you do. Start your collection. Wow. That's right. And that's from the Braves' 50th anniversary uh, in 2016 at uh, Turner Field, and that's Dave Justice. It's it's uh, commemorating that moment he held his fist in the air when he hit that home run in the '95 World Series. Um, I was tweeting at him not that long ago. Wow. I feel about like when Alabama comes out, I'm definitely gonna tweet it at the Braves yeah, you players have to. that I, you know. But hopefully they listen to I this. Know. I know. I was kind of hoping that maybe so uh, you're welcome. I, uh, Tug and I just thought maybe uh, Dave Justice Bobblehead could go on tour with you, and when you oh play that song, he could yes. be on your amp. Yeah, man, send him right there on the amp. <laughs> I mean, this that's is a great idea. Uh, you guys are really smart. <laughs> we have Nakahoma at the house as a bobblehead, too. There you yeah, go. Yeah, we do have an old Oh, man, yeah. I love Fantastic. it. Yeah. Did you guys see it before we wrap up? I know we got to go. But did you <laughs> see the, uh, the like, I want to say CBS 46 here in town did a whole, like, expose 
on Chief Nagoma. Like he still lives, you know, south of the city. No. And they went out and and he was like he would go back and be Chief Nagoma in really? a second. Well, yeah. he still is. I mean, yeah, I know he is, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying like he would be employed by the like yeah, if he yeah. could go back and and yeah. and relive the glory days, yeah. he would absolutely do it. And it was the most precious thing in the world. That's and I remember him. I wish I could see that. And uh, look it up. You'll find it. Okay. I think I believe Adam Murphy may have been the reporter that okay. uh, that did it. I'm not 100% positive. But I think it may have been Adam Murphy. Anyway. Well, next time you guys come in to see us, maybe later this season or whenever, uh, please bring the Chief Nakahoma bobblehead so we can see him and he can be on the air. Oh, you bet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why would you not, right? That was a gift gift to Jason from somebody. Yeah. That's awesome. The hat looks good, buddy. It does. You guys are world champions. I know. It's crazy. There you go. so fun. We appreciate it and en- and enjoy it and uh, and wish you nothing but the, the most success that you could possibly have or whatever the good Lord's got planned for you and uh, wish you that you'll come back and visit with us again soon. Absolutely, thank Pleasure you so much. You bet. Go Braves. Yeah. Go Braves. Thanks again, Lauren Morrow, Jason Morrow. <laughs> thank, thank you guys. You. This is the Braves Country Podcast. This episode of Braves Country is sponsored by our Braves fan friends down at Century 21, Solomon Properties in Savannah, Georgia, servicing the historic downtown Savannah area, the island area, and Atlanta's beach, beautiful Tybee Island, Georgia. Call Joel Solomon today, 912-604-0896. That's 912-604-0896 for all your real estate needs on the Georgia coast. Braves Country also sponsored by Smith's Old Bar, best live music venue in Atlanta since 1994, located in the heart of Midtown at 1578 Piedmont Avenue. Smith's Old Bar is a neighborhood joint for everyone. Check out smithsoldbar.com for the current concert calendar and tickets. See y'all at Smith's. The Braves Country Podcast supports the Warrior Alliance and the Shepherd's Men. Check out thewarrioralliance.com and shepherdsmen.com for more info, resources, and how to get involved. That's thewarrioralliance.com and the Shepherd's men.com the braves country podcast would like to thank all of our veterans marketing is everywhere from the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff what makes good marketing are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself you have questions and the marketing madmen have answers search the marketing madmen on google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world they say marketing is a madman's game join the marketing madmen every saturday at 4 p.m to find out why this morning in north carolina wheels are spinning determination is winning a passion is now a thriving business and it shows no signs of slowing down how the power of a conversation like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.